the Make FPL show for all things FPL. Welcome, welcome yet again to another sizzling episode of the Make FPL show where we discuss all things FPL. Yes, you know what I'm talking about. Fantasy Premier League. If you have your team out there and uh, you're searching for those green arrows, those green arrows well this is the place to be tune in listen in and uh, get all the tips all the strategies and all any everything you need to have your team pick up those green arrows and uh, soar to the number one spot not only in the country but we're looking internationally yes i said it this is a show this is the place to be well for all our listeners out there that were present for game week two we salute you all and uh, we thank you for tuning in, for coming back again for, for another show. Well, uh, just like I said, we have so much in stock for you. We have so many wonderful tips out there that can help your team get better and better. Well, we've brought in some new managers here to give you a new fresh pers- perspective and how they see things FPL and how they see the, uh, the next game week to come. That is game week three which is our episode running today well uh allow me to dive right in but before we can introduce you to these wonderful managers we have we had a chat a small chat with the winner of game week two the person who racked in the most points for game week two and uh here's what he had to say Yes, Derek Mugabe, thank you very much for those wonderful words. Uh, yeah, you took the game week two, and now we launch game week three. Yeah, here, here with me in the studios, we have, uh, of course, Cedric, the stats man. Please, Cedric, how are you yes, feeling yes. about game week three? Um, quite positive actually because uh when i was planning my my squad i planned i picked all my few, i picked all my 15 players with the first three game weeks in mind uh, i like to plan my fpl with uh, in three game weeks uh, periods so still having a positive feeling uh two transfers to go into the game week uh some major decisions to be made all right all right all right uh, wonderful. Uh, we have new guests coming in. Uh, we have new managers coming in, still from the Make FPL fraternity. Uh, let me begin with Maguire Moses, the Gagan Prince. Tell us more. Um, uh... <laughs> Maguire, are you still with us? I think he's having a, a, a few connectivity issues. I think I'll move on to Amon. Amon, you are here. You made a cameo for Game Week 2 uh, episode, but uh, uh, we're not contented with what you said. So we brought you back again to have <laughs> to have you say a few words. So, as, Amon, said, as Ivan said, Airtel is not allowing us prosper, man. <laughs> yes, yes. Mm-hmm. 
shoot away. Give uh, give us give us your team. Give us your team and uh, how your week was. How your game week two was. Man, game game week two was just bloody. Man, it was it was elite. Like the rest of all teams, uh, was it Sankara or whatever, just whooped my ass. Can you imagine? It was what just went terrifying. Wrong? What went wrong? Tell us what went wrong. Uh, Which player disappointed you the most? I think Captain Bruno just 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 <laughs> let us down immensely. I think captains lay down everyone. So just tell us which other players did you expect? Salah and Bruno, of course, were a major laid down for everyone. So who, how many points well, did you have and who disappointed you? My, my best player was uh, Antonio and quarter uh, of uh, Crystal Palace. Uh, Cancelo did his part, but um, I think the, the fear to get Man City players in due to their price tags, I think it's costing the form they are apparently going to be on as they've just begun. So having United players, Leicester players, uh, Evertonians has really not paid off in, uh, as, as far as game week two was concerned. But now looking looking forward, looking forward, the fixtures are really nice. I really believe Leicester can likes of Jamie Vardy coming back on the score sheet. I believe I believe United will be just as the previous week. If, it, if they do so much, Captain Bruno may get like a goal or an assist, but not so much. I believe Man City will still triumph, but now getting all the players coming in is the biggest challenge. And that's why officially this week, I activated my wild card, because there was no way my players were going to make it through into the next like 80 points. The combination was just wrong. I think we have our first wild card. Quite a brave decision from you, Mr. Amon. <laughs> our first wild card after game week two. I think that shows into your poor planning coming to the the league this season. Into the into the this season. I only planned uh, like as you have just said, you planned three three games into the week. I planned I planned based on seasonal strength. You know, looking at who's going to perform well, who's going to push forward, and. Uh, I think I trusted different different team guys who have not performed. Like for example, Burnley. I expected Burnley defense to be solid, you know. I expected uh, uh, guys like uh, Man City defense to start uh, on the on the on the high, you know. I expected Everton and Leicester to start flying. Unfortunately, that was not repeated this season. Uh, I, well, I have to say... well, just just to interrupt you a bit, uh, uh, Cedric said. Something about uh, well, the card being, being a major decision. Well, looking at the law, we already have a manager who actually played his wild card in game for game week two, and that was uh, Mark, Mr. Mark of uh, I, I don't know how to even pronounce his team name, but he actually played his wild card. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can safely say he has no chance of winning the league. Uh, that, that, one, that one is at least disturbed, I don't know. <laughs> But before before moving on before moving on from the from the chips, we have yet another manager who played another chip, and that was the free hit chip, and uh, he happens yeah. to be among us uh, in the studios today, Mr. Ivan. What was your look into into game week two? And plus, uh, you can introduce yourself to the listeners out there. Well, well, being being the manager of of the goods, uh, I was disappointed. I planned, as Cedric put it, we planned three three game weeks ahead, but uh, I didn't I didn't count on United players showing up. So I I signed a man called Sancho and Luke Shaw. 
and I was deeply disappointed after watching game one. I didn't see anything from Luke Shaw's wing. I, I think this season is going to be a green patch, not the blue patch he had. It's going to be a little bit green. He's suffering. And then Sancho, Ole, Ole, Ole is benching him. So I had to go for, for my free hit. You know, in my thinking, I was like, it's a free hit. It doesn't. I don't. I don't get points deducted, but I can shoot. Because I'm imagining if I had taken a hit of, uh, let's say, negative eight in game week two. You know, game week two, people are still scoring high points. I expect uh, they said, oh, the the I don't know. I want Ivan Mount Havertz <laughs> by game week three. You see, I feel like game week one, everyone scored highly worldwide. Game week two, very many people slacked off because they were making transfers, they were taking deductions, they were not sure. Game week three, we are going to tinker the more. I've actually, let me give you an insight. I've already taken a hit of negative eight that I won't play my wild card because I'm not an amateur. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> people are catching strays. <laughs> I feel like. Okay. Playing a, playing a so, wild so card. So it's a trip to say Amon is an amateur. Yes. Though, Almost the former champion. Saying an amateur. I feel like he might be safe because most of the clubs in England release their players for international games. They're going to use this COVID. But he might be lucky and it might work for him that he might score the highest points. But what are the chances? Uh, my, I don't think Amon can, can score the highest points this season, non yet. Mr. Ivan, as an Arsenal fan, could we have any FPL prospects from the Arsenal team? Uh, what is Ateta's uh, chances to turn around his players? We have, we have, we, we have the FPL watch to come, and yeah. uh, I think we shall have we shall have that session whereby they'll give us yeah. they'll give us their their uh, players. Yeah, but just to but, but before just before we move on. Just to conclude uh, on the free hits, I think yes. I would advise Amon to deactivate the... Is it possible to deactivate the wildcard and activate the free hits? No, no, it's not. No, it's not, actually, it's not, it's not allowed. Unfortunately, that would have been a billable <clears throat> question if you had asked me before activating <laughs> the wildcard. But you see, the, the uh, thinking... The thinking behind the wild card is is generally to give you a fresh perspective. As for example, it gives someone like me a chance to replan now probably five games ahead, you know. And thank God that players are not going for international break because it's better than taking L's of forty, fifty. Because you can never win the league taking forty, fifty home. You get. We, we, allow me, allow me, eighty. Allow me to interject and, and stop you right there. We don't want to. We don't want to give. People wrong tips here. <laughs> let, let us let us all let us let us all keep calm. <laughs> we don't want to the wild cards this early. But before we move on, uh, before we go too far, allow me to also give Mr. Maguero a chance. I think he has connected well now. Uh, yes. He, he yes. Off and uh, let us know how his game week was. Um. Fantastic to be on uh, the Make FPL show uh, podcast. Um, I should say my game week two was better than game week one. I, I, I got 58 in game week one, but I managed to get 71 in game week two. Uh, I lost my point. We didn't get your team. 
But Jürgen Press is my team. And um, I managed to get the 71 game week. In game week two, better than uh, that's an improvement from game week one where I got 58. A week where many people had a very good point uh, in terms of uh, the FBL. But um, happy with some of my guys. Uh, Tyrone Minks coming through to get me 15 points. Uh, definitely also uh, Trent Alexander Arnold with 12. Um, my substitute keeper had actually better points than the guy. Uh, Gator from Crystal Palace had more points than um, Martinezu got five. Gator had nine. Uh, very disappointed with my captain, Salah, uh, getting me only six points. And, uh, and uh, you know, and then uh, some other couple of players inside there, Sushik, uh, Jota, Harrison from Leeds, and then Madison. And then Ihenacho also getting me only one point, but I think the revelation should be um, Mikel Antonio coming through to get me 16 points yesterday. So um, I'm quite very happy with my team. Um, I'll just make a few changes, I think, ahead of... Uh, uh, game week three, and hopefully this time I can be able to hit about 90-100. That's my target for the next game week. Well, well, thank you very much uh, for that insight. Well, the gods of North London really did uh, uh, edge this one because he was speaking of superiority in the in the league, and and if I look at the league table, he's stand he's currently in the sixth position, and Gegen Press <laughs> the twelfth position. Actually. Uh, I wouldn't want to mention Amon's Amon's position because it's quite uh, it's quite. Please mention. It's okay. You can mention. We'll have to scroll I, I a, a number of pages. But I need uh, some consolation. <laughs> just just to before I bring in I bring in the stats guy because he is really really working on the stats and leading leading the way. But before I bring in the stats guy, Gods of North London. What were your key players for the game week? Into game week two, my key players I was relying on mainly. I thought of uh, Ben Rama. You know, Ben Rama. People didn't see him. I actually thought it would be a differential, but I realized that the Iwana Mount Havertz does his revision very well. He let people know that the man is on fire. So on on, on game the... week two. On the, on the picture, you actually, uh, seven seven managers had him in their teams. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So everyone took the tip, but I, I already had him from game week one. So going into game week two, I thought Ben Rama. I thought of uh, I had a guy in Leon Bailey. His game week one was good. I never got to know that he was injured, so he didn't show for game week two. He let me down. Captain Salah. I think everyone captains. This game with captains didn't work out for anyone because most people had gone for Fernandez and Salah. Yeah, but going to game week two, then Trent. I think I had my hopes in Trent. And uh, the biggest disappointment should have been Pereira, Danilo Pereira of Leicester City. The way they were washed away like Arsenal on a daily. <laughs> but I must say, I'm quite sure and certain. Oh, I also had Dominic Calvert-Lewin. I think he gave me what I expected from him. I have no complaints. My worst, my worst decision was leaving Shane Duffy on bench and playing Luke Shaw. That is my worst decision. Yeah, definitely. Well, well, uh, that was that was good to hear. Uh, moving on to I want Mount Havertz. I, this name always gets me whenever I say it. I, I don't. I don't. 
know if I'll ever get used to it. But uh, yes, Mr. Cedric, 200 yes, points, uh, 200 points on game week two. That's uh, averaging 100 per game week. Please give us your yes. insights. Uh, certainly, from those highs, it's now a slippery slope. You can only go down from here, which is uh, <laughs> maybe since it's, it won't be any major disappointment since now we know it's, it's definitely we can't sustain that. Uh, we had 85 points in game week two um, to add on to the good performance from game week one. My, my stars were, of course, Trent Alexander-Arnold, who I talked about in the previous episode, we, that he would provide an assist for money. And indeed, he did. Uh, though I wasn't owning money, I did manage to get uh, 11 points, I think 12 points from uh, TAA. Semikas is still showing up. Uh, I don't know. I think right now managers have signed him so much that his price has actually gone up to 4.2, which means all Semikas owners who are different from Game Week 1 have added a point one to their money in the bank. Because for every point two rise in price, we get a point one in the bank. Uh, but unfortunately, Robertson was back on the bench, so I don't expect Semikas to start again. So managers with Semikas and you're listening, I would advise you to sell. Uh, take the 17 points he has given since game week one and run. Look <laughs> for someone else. Uh, the other top performer is Antonio, also owned by quite a few managers. Uh, his ownership is currently about 35%, which is quite high. Of course, Ben Rama has had an... I think triple increase in ownership. At game week one, he was only owned by 6%. Now he's owned by 18% of the FPL managers. He has had a pri- two price raises now also. He's now at $6.2 which yes, means uh, owners get a nice price increase there. Greenwood also has had the price increase. Uh, his ownership is up up to now 11% from 7% in game week one. So which means everyone is having the same template, basically with TAA, Antonio, Benrama, Greenwood, you know. So uh, yes, but good thing they're performing for now. The biggest bust uh, for me was uh, Captain Fernandez, uh, who I thought would keep up his good form against Southampton, but unfortunately he did not. And United looked a bit... The game team selection was a bit shady from from Ole. So, of course, that let us down. But, yeah, uh, overall, it was a good game week. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, well, good insights from all our managers out there. Uh, I would like to also represent the Maji, who did uh, really perform some... Uh, we, got a, we got a red arrow, know what we wanted, but uh, we managed to still keep uh, in a good position. We did not go too far. We are still in fourth position with 173 points. Timiskas uh, uh, got us some 11 points out there. In our, our defense was solid. Uh, Shaw was the only uh, was performer that we had in our in our defense. Captaining Bruno was uh, the worst decision I could have made because even after juggling between the two, Salah and uh, Fernandez still, w- w- both of them were were both flops for the week. So, who was my differential pick also did not perform that well. 
so I had to rely on Ben Rama and Antonio to pull up my game week and uh, really perform and outburst and, and outburst my my competitor in the head to head league who happened to be CTV Musho, who I promised a beating, but uh, he <laughs> actually survived. He survived and 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 and, and got off got off. <laughs> But never we managed to check with my check home our three points uh, from the eight right. league, keep our position in the top four, and then hope for the best. Well, speaking of value, I think uh, I won amount Harvards and also I think uh, Tokyo Revengers, the Maji, are leading with 100.5. Uh, what was of their teams? So that speaks volume. They are doing some good investments out there. So moving on to our most awaited show, uh, that is the FPL Watch, where we give you pointers and we give you the differential players for the game week to come. There are a lot of interesting matches matches up, uh, coming up over the weekend. But uh, before we go into that, we created uh, our discussion in the game week two. And uh, well, it came up with 77 points overall, which was a good turn up. We had Ryan Gold, we had uh, TTA, PAA uh, in defense with Simi Skulls and uh, Pereira. Pereira being our worst performer got us negative one. And uh, worst, to make matters worse, we had Duffy on bench and uh, he actually kept all our points on bench. But the rest of our players we had uh, managed to perform. So moving into this segment, we we as the managers here are going to go help the world out there, formulate a team that will uh, we we hope will rack in the most points in game week three. Kicking off uh, with Magero, I don't know what would be your pick. Give us uh, a player defense, a player in midfield, and uh, one that would have. As a forward, no keepers. You can give us a keeper as well. Okay. Um, I think I'll go for Martinez in goal because uh, Aston Villa play um, Brentford, so they should and they are home. They should be able to uh, play, keep a clean sheet in that one. In defense, I'll go for Tyron Mings from still Aston Villa because they're playing a Brentford side new to the league. And uh, he should be able to at least keep a clean sheet against Brentford. And uh, he was lucky. He was also able to pop up two clean sheets. Sorry, two assists in the final game, in the last game week. So he should be that. He should carry that confidence into game week three against Brentford. So he's my pick. That is Mings for defense. In the midfield, oh, it's tricky. But um, <laughs> in the midfield, I'll go for Jota against against Chelsea. Uh, Jota. That is Liverpool's Jota. Against Chelsea, and uh, are you, are you and saying this because you're a Liverpool fan, or no, you no, don't no. know? I'm going by the form, I'm going by the form, and he has been able to score two goals in two games. Uh, that is, I mean, that's a very fantastic uh, return for, for a guy who's playing his first football and a full, um, under Liverpool uh, player. He did that against uh, the first game we had in the league against Norwich. And then also in the previous game, so he should be able to uh, step up because the game is at Anfield, and uh, it's going to be a different environment altogether. So I fancy him to shine for that one. And then my pick for 
for the for a forward i'll go for antonio is uh he's really on song he was able to pop up two goals in the last game uh they played against leicester city and then also he's now the record goal scorer for um in terms of premier league goals uh, for for west ham so that confidence will help him to you know try to make sure he scores more goals for west ham since they're playing a crystal palace side that i think on the day they should um uh, be able to beat so that's, those are my picks. I'll go for Martinez in goal, Mings in defense, uh, Jota in the midfield, and Antonio as a striker. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Saturday, 28th of uh, August, we have we shall have an opening game where Arsenal will be hosted at the Etihad. And uh, be very, very interesting to watch with, uh, with Man City hoping to unveil the statues of uh, what, two of their greatest players, that is David Silva and uh, Vincent Company. But before one of us gives us the insights, Ivan, please, uh, you should you could give us a few insights into the game, being a national fan. <laughs> give us your players, top in defence, midfield and uh, forwards. Uh, first, I love to complain because I, I think uh, Manchester City are being a little bit unfair. To unveil David Silva and uh, Vincent Company, I feel like Yaya Toure deserves to be cast in bronze. He is the reason why Manchester City stands. So, anyway, moving on from that, <clears throat> I think that game, because Pep Guardiola likes to overthink it and he believes a lot in his apprentice. I don't know if he, so he just wants to encourage him. But I think it will be a clean sweep. Anything from Arsenal? Yeah. Like at the moment. And uh, they have uh, deep team management issues. I think uh, the manager is not I'm talking terms with the captain of the club. And the captain of the club has very many friends at the club. So it's quite interesting there because rumors keep coming out. Who is the captain at the club? Yeah. It's hard to know some <laughs> things nowadays. <laughs> It's hard to know the captain. Actually, I need to know the captain is. Because <laughs> I thought actually Shaka was the captain because they said the captain mm-hmm. wanted to leave the club, you know, three weeks ago and they signed a new contract. So, like, okay. And unfortunately, uh, 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 Ivan is having connective issues and he has uh, jumped off. Maybe he will continue that conversation when he's uh, back on. But uh, I, I, since Amon, you've come in, well, mm. I, would, I would love to have you at the end since uh, Wolves and Man United will be closing off the game week with uh, on Sunday. And uh, United drawing at Southampton was not good for them, but uh, we still see them keeping their away record. And uh, they'll be going to the Molyneux uh, with new management. And uh, we'd like to hear your insights on this game and also give us your players in FPL, since you're the, play, you're, you're the person with the wild card, who are you hoping to bring in? Help those managers who are going to be forcefully. <laughs> Amon, take yeah, it away. No. As I said, Tell this Liverpool chap to relax. <laughs> <laughs> so from, from a United perspective, of course, Wolves is going to be, it's going to be an ambitious game for them because it's going to be um, a show of are you are you really there this season or are you just going to be 
are you going to show that you are all about no no you know you all you've almost i think seven past two games so far so they're going to try to take it to united as much as possible and they are just going to look into the playbook of southampton you know don't be as hopeless as leads open up over attack no be compact solid and uh, uh, try to break down United. So I expect again uh, not a really uh, large margin, but of course I expect United to win it three-one. And in that in that regard, I expect Bruno to be back on the score sheet, at least if the worst comes the worst to the penalty. I also expect uh, Greenwood because I feel like he's building in confidence, and unlike Martial, who is likely not to get a starting position this weekend, I feel like Greenwood will again start, and that gives him opportunity to even shake the net. So I believe I believe the game will be a good way to end the the, the game week, which I'll be on tenter hooks. But uh, that is the Premier League at the end of the day, uh, and that's why we watch it for the thrill. And uh, I believe Wolves will put up a fight. I don't anticipate a draw. I expect a United win, but a tough one of three one, and uh, most of the goals coming in the second half. And 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 you 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 don't give you not giving us a a, a defense player to watch out for in FPL. Uh, a defense player to watch out for is, uh, I would have said Chelsea, but given their fixture, it becomes it becomes crazy. I'm looking at, for example, Leicester. Leicester may have a, a pure clean sheet. They're versing Norwich. So when you look at the Leicester defense, that is one someone should be looking up to. Uh, when you look at uh, Tottenham again, Tottenham Spurs is also another possible clean sheet. And uh, so, in terms of in terms of defense, looking at the Tottenham players, looking at the Leicester players, I believe that's where someone can pull can they get their picks from. A wild card is uh, Man City defense of Cancelo and Tim. All right, all right. Thank you, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, going back to Ivan, maybe you can finish up uh, your argument and and give us give us your players uh, yes, from uh, defense. Uh, I, I want to still as I was still saying. The man tinkers, but I expect uh, a clean sweep. He might give him a soft defense. I know Pep Guardiola. He might give him a soft defense, definitely. But uh, Arsenal's strength is down the left. And currently, I think uh, Kiran Tiani is... Uh, based on the last game, he had a tough game out. This game, 4-0. First half. That I'm very sure. Well, uh, leaving leaving us in the squad, give us your, your yeah. FPL. So, my FPL, guys. Unfortunately, your, your network is a bit on and off and we are losing you. So, uh, we'll get back to your FPL players. Uh, allow me to, 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 to bring in... I want to mount Harvard. Yes, Mr. Sedman. By the way, by the way, do the names have like some PG on them? No, they, no, uh, they don't. <laughs> Mr. Bogere. Yes. Can I complete? Because uh, I think <laughs> I'm having a little bit of uh, weather interruptions here. I think I expect full rain tomorrow from 5 a.m. to midnight. So the storms <laughs> are coming through. So as I was saying. <laughs> All right, guys. My defense, I'll keep Shane Duffy. Okay. That's my nomination. I expect Brighton to hold on. It's a, a Brighton, I think, they're home. Uh, midfield, mm. I'll go for... I'm torn between Riyamares and uh, 
heavy bangs, but I'll take Ria Maris. Then right. for strike, I'll go for Danny Ings. Reason being, Danny Ings loves a very robust defense. If that, if that, if they don't have the technique, he really puts them to the sword. And I don't expect Brentford to torture him that much. He knows how to go around such defenses. That's those, that's my pick. Yeah. Uh, the week, which is uh, will be in my, will be an an Anfield, Chelsea take on Liverpool, and uh, who best to yes. talk about this game than the man himself, the Blue, Mr. Cedric? Give Champions us your insight. Yes, um, I'm sure there are FPL managers out there who own both Chelsea assets and Liverpool assets, and uh, the FPL rule or unwritten rule is always considered a form of a fixture. So there are, I've seen people tempted to maybe bench Salah or bench their Chelsea players, whether in defence. Currently, Chelsea's most popular players are the defenders and maybe Romelu Lukaku, who has, since he joined the game, I believe tomorrow morning, is actually going to have a price raise to $11.6 million, uh, by the way he's raising. So if you own both Liverpool and Chelsea players, my advice would be to start all of them. The game can go either way. Um, just maybe not captain players from any of the sides. Uh, otherwise, I would not bench any Chelsea or Liverpool players if I had them. Uh, that's about that game. I expect it to be a tough game, low scoring, uh, because uh, since Tuko came in, that defence is really solid. But uh, Liverpool's attack is also a bit uh, on form. So I, I would expect a tough game, but low scoring. So I would keep both the assets playing. Um, for those who own likes of Trent, Salah, um, maybe if you have Simicas, I expect Robertson to start. So that's one to keep an eye on. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, for game week three, my picks, uh, these are players I may own or not own, but I believe will perform very well. Number one is Rafinha. Uh, Leeds is playing away to Burnley. Uh, Burnley, last, for the last two game weeks, have considered the most chances down their left side. Uh, that would be the right side of uh, Leeds, where Rafinha is best. And I think we saw from how he took, how well he took his goal that yeah, he created the most chances from the, from the right side, which is the left side of the opponent's defense. So Burnley considered a game high seven chances last game week from there left side, so Rafinha is going to have a nice day out. Um, for strike, I would pick Jami Vadi. I expect him to be back in the goals. They're playing a toothless Norwich, uh, which so far has shipped eight goals, I believe, without scoring any. Uh, they have signed Brandon Williams, so that's another 4.0 defender that could be bench fodder for managers out there to consider. Considering our Simicas is about to be Permanently benched. Yes, Brandon Williams from United has joined Norwich on loan and is 4.0. So you can consider him and leave him on the bench. But Jamie Vardy is going to have a nice day. Um, in uh, in defense, in defense, I would go for still a Leicester City player uh, like uh, Soyuncu. I believe he's also. I believe that's a big avenue for a clean sheet. It's a most likely game to actually. To have a clean sheet, yes, against Norwich. I don't expect Norwich to open their account. Um, 
yeah, I think those would be my game week picks. I don't know if, if should I mention my cup a couple of differentials and then yeah, yeah, that's the next part actually. I wanted to ask okay. all of you guys to give me one differential that you think would be uh okay. a key. let me just jump in there maybe before we go to the captain picks. Um, yes, yes. So for the differentials, you know, I'll consider a differential player who is very low in ownership, but very likely to actually score some points. My number one would be Dele Ali for those falling behind in their mini leagues and you want to rise up the ranks and you, so you need to, to sway from the commonly owned players. So I'll pick uh, Dele Ali, currently owned by 2.6% of the managers in the world, only 6.5 million. is uh, on penalties and has a game against Watford at home. So that's a good looking. And his strike partnership, Hurricane, currently owned by 7.3%. I expect him to be fully integrated back into the team as they face Watford at home. So I don't believe that transfer to Man City may happen. So I expect him to start and get a couple of goals to, re- to remind the world where he is. Yeah. Thank, thank, you. thank you very much. Uh, Moses, differential players? My differential player is, um, I think, um, Tyron Mings. I'll go for Tyron Mings. Uh, they are playing at home against. Um, <clears throat> they're playing at home against the Brentford side that I feel Aston Villa should be better than on the day, and yeah. uh, the fact that the fact that he's uh, he's coming off a game week where he was able to assist two goals, uh, Ings's goal and then the other goal in the game, uh, should be able to give him some um, some very good running in game week three. So for me, that's that's a play I think it's going to be very key going into game week three. All right. Is he the only player you have in mind? Yeah, for me, it's only Tyron Mings. Uh, I don't know. Very many people seem not to have him, uh, but I feel he's, uh, he's going to be a very key player for Aston Villa, given that they also have a very good goalkeeper in Martinez that is able to at least keep a clean sheet. So that kind of confidence that you have in your goalkeeper, also, uh, it has a way it feeds off even the back line. Yeah, yeah, with with, with only with only nine point four managers overall owning him, so I think he's a good differential. Amon, you- uh, my differential is, uh, I think, as uh, as Sedo had put it, uh, Delhi Ali is uh, one of the key gems who can uh, push a team, elevate them beyond the rest of the the pack. We have also Antonio. We can we cannot rule out Antonio. Of course. He may not be differential now because people have him, but he's one of those basics. Like if you don't have him, the week may not be good for you. But another I'm seeing is in the Aston Villa El El Ghazi. You know, he's um, it seems he's picking up from where he left off the previous season. And uh, if Aston Villa can remain in the form they are on, really I believe it will be it will be an interesting game. And given that they're playing Bradford, I think he will be he may be a force to reckon with there. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Ivan, moving yes. over to you. Why, who are your differential players for the game week? My differential players, uh, I'll start with uh, Hugh Sonmin. I don't know how his ownership is, um, but I'm a little bit sure it should be below 12%. He faces, uh, he faces Watford at home. And yeah, if you yeah. watch Tottenham play, Yes, well, they're not high scoring, but uh, against Watford at home, and uh, 
with the way he's in the mix of things and Hurricane is still pondering if he'll go for a big move or not. I expect at least a press from Houston Min. You're right. Another differential would be Steve Steven Bagwine. I feel like I've watched Vietnam games, the previous two games, and uh, Nuno Espirito Santo seems to have turned Steven Bagwine into his new Adama Traore. Yes, he cannot finish, but he makes the move. So I expect assists from him. Uh, another guy I would look at would be uh, in Shane Duffy in defense. You know, so far he has gone two game weeks and he has performed well. Brighton stay at home. I expect he might be in the goals with H2. So, yeah, basically, I think. <laughs> amazing, amazing. For those who, who don't understand, Chitwe is the header. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't want people getting the wrong idea. So, uh, <laughs> uh, last. We, do, we don't want to, the show to be so long, so I'll ask each of you to just give me your captain picks for game week three. A quick one. Uh, I'll start with you, Ivan. My captain is Yusun Min, Hatrick Hero. Boom. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm amazing. I salute you there. Amon, who is your captain pick? Well, uh, Fernandez would have been my guy, but this, this, this weekend I'll go for Jamie Vardy against Norwich. Jamie Vardy, Jamie Vardy. Uh, Moses, who is your captain pick? Tyron Mings. <laughs> Moses, are you with ah, us? Did you say Mings? He's a mode, a mode. My captain pick is Antonio. Antonio. Antonio from West Ham. Uh, Yes, yeah, that's good. I think they're versing Crystal Palace, and uh, I think that's a very good, good one for him. Uh, Mr. Cedric, yes, um, my captain pick for our listeners out there would be Jamie Vardy. I, I unfortunately do not own him, but I feel like he will have a big hole. Otherwise, for our template teams, um. I would still stick with Bruno. Uh, it's very risky to go sideways. And Bruno is Bruno. So, yeah, I'll go with Bruno. From well, said. well said, well said, well said. Uh, just to conclude, uh, I, 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 I'm not so sure whether we have our fixtures ready for the head-to-head, but I would like to hear from the guys the people you're passing for the game week three. If you have any messages for them out there, you can please uh, let us know and uh, we'll be able to share information to them. So we'll be able uh, to listen. I would like to go first. Yes. I am <laughs> the Rumineers <laughs> who, have, uh, who for the last two game weeks uh, are averaging just under 70 points. So, or just above 70 points, I'm quite confident that we shall beat them. Uh, mm. Yes. And add on our six points. Yeah. I, um, I think, let me go next. But uh, yes, I think I don't know who I play, but whoever it is. Your play just got messy. 
Shema. I have to say he's going to have, he's going to get a win because I've uh, I've made my my move this, this game. So then I'll wait for the next five managers because I feel very good. This said to head is mine. I don't know about the league. Yeah, but I give him the win because I've taken a very big negative. Could be negative 24. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, or, yeah. All right, all right. Um, I think I'll go next. Yes, yes. Um, I'm playing the 50th county. Before Gagan goes next, and to say mm-hmm. that uh, Ivan Ivan does not show any experience in the way he's doing his thing. I wish him luck. <laughs> <laughs> he has six points in the head to head. I can give away one. The, 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 the man is actually a champion of the head to head league. So please, uh, speak with him. <laughs> just to game with. <laughs> In just two game weeks, you have to you have to feed them some. You have to give them some so that they get motivated. They think they are coming up. Then you smash. <laughs> well, because of time, well, I'm uh, playing. I'm playing the fifty shades of Kante, and uh, my message to them is, uh, I have got to get uh, three points. I just missed out by just a, a point in the last game week against Dan. So yeah, so I should be able to get three points in this one. So we have about four similar players. But I know I know the guys that are going to get me the point, so it's going to be tough for them this game week. We yes, wish you yes. the best of luck because he seems to be on a big roll. As as oh. as, as, as the Maji, as the Maji with us, uh, I, I I still can't pronounce this guy's name, Mr. Mark Nisima, <laughs> who uh, who apparently is seated at the bottom of the log with uh, I don't know. <laughs> No, no, he's actually not at the bottom of the lock. He's at eleventh place, but looking at his team, even even our average, even our make FPL team that we just formulated in game week two, managed to pass that he, he has to gain. So I, I, I only have kind words for him. Uh, he should not put up a fight because that would make things worse for him. Uh, we, we shall we shall take it easy and then. Stay away with our three points and move on to our next to, to our next game week. Yes, uh, thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you very much for those managers who have been here with us. Uh, it has been a wonderful episode. We hope to be back in uh, for episode four. For all those who have been listening in, it's time to t- time to tune up your teams. And uh, with that in mind, I would like to sign off this wonderful episode and uh, hope to be with you guys again in episode four.